0: Welcome to the Redeemed Evangelical Commission, TREM, Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God, equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. We thank you this morning. Thank you for bringing us to church. We acknowledge your faithfulness. We bless your name oh God. We give you praise. We honor you Father. We come to fellowship with you this morning. We just ask you to have your way in our lives. As I speak here today, let the heavens open. As I speak here today, let fetters be broken. As I speak here today, let blessings come down. Lord, let there be transformation of lives. Lord, let power be released in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, I take authority and dominion over every life from the pit of hell. 100, 150, 200 meters radius of this entire environment. Satan, you have no right to operate. God is in charge. So am I. It's our territory and we are in control. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to celebrate Reverend Fred. God bless you, sir. Let's celebrate Reverend Fred and Reverend Chi. The Lord bless you mightily. We celebrate every member of this church and the leadership of the church. We celebrate you. Um, I want to bring you greetings from our father in the Lord, the presiding bishop of Trem, Dr. Michael Conquo. Who knows I'm here? Hallelujah. Uh, As a matter of fact, as I was about to board. He called me. I I had initially not told him I was traveling and he called me and I said I was on my way to the US and he gave his blessings. Hallelujah. This morning I want to just share a word. Hallelujah with us. And I just want to tell someone that God can be trusted. What the Lord has sent me to share with someone here today is to tell you that God can be trusted. Jeremiah chapter 17. I'll read two verses of Jeremiah 17 and then I'll read Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and verse 6. Jeremiah 17 verse 7 and verse 8. Jeremiah 17 7 and 8. Are you there? Jeremiah 17 7 and 8. The Bible says blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the rivers, and shall not see when heat cometh. But her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the years of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. God can be trusted. The first thing that you notice in this scripture is that the man that trusts God is blessed. And so, trust is a vehicle for blessing. When you can trust God, you are already blessed without any action. Just the fact that you trust God, you are blessed. And so, if I can get three, four persons who can trust him today, I know you are blessed already. Hallelujah. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. Whose hope? In other words, hope is that confident expectation that there is something ahead of you that you desire and you know you will see. Hallelujah. And whose hope the Lord is. And so if God is your hope, one thing is guaranteed. It is already done. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and verse 6, the Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not upon your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Hallelujah. God can be trusted. Trust is living your life and destiny in the hand of another, allowing them to dictate the direction of your world. It is resting in the capability and the capacity of another person entirely. Hallelujah. What is trust? Trust is defined as a firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability, and the strength of someone else or something else. The firm belief in the reliability, the truth, the ability, and the strength of someone or something. Trust is empowered by the strength and depth of the relationship you have with that person. It is empowered, trust is empowered by the strength and the depth of the relationship you have. So, a deepened trust is often based on a deepened relationship. And so, there can't be trust without a relationship. There can't be trust without a relationship. Uh, And the truth of the matter is that trust grows based on the depth of the growth of the relationship you have with someone. So if I'm just meeting you for the first time, there is a certain level of trust I can only repose on you or confidence I can only repose on you. Because I'm meeting you for the first time. But the more we meet, the more we relate, the more we go deeper with one another, it's easy for me to place my life in your hand. Hallelujah. And that's, that's what it is with God. It's easy for you to place your life in God's hand when you can build a solid relationship with him. So the question is, what kind of relationship do you have with God? There is nothing that God cannot do. I've proved it. I've tested it. And I know there is absolutely nothing that God cannot do. There is nothing. So how well you know someone determines how well you can trust the person. How well you know someone determines how well you can trust the person. Character, capacity, and integrity is involved in reaching the conclusion to trust someone. So the character of the person, the capacity of the person, and the integrity of the person is key if you are going to trust somebody. So I'm not just going to trust you. Uh, you You know, you hear people say, oh, you know, just take me for my words. You can take my words to the bank and you can cash out on it. When someone says that to you, he's saying that his integrity is real. But the truth of the matter is, can you really trust the person? Is the person's word his bond? Is he one with his word? So you you deal the issues of character before you can trust someone. Right. You understand the person's character, you understand, you know what what wh- who is this person? What does this person bring to the table? When this person is By himself or by herself. How does he behave? How does he behave? So character, capacity, integrity will always be involved. Trust is actually having confidence in somebody. So I can go to bed. So beyond just that confidence, it is being able to depend completely. So Jesus looked at Peter Peter said, if it be the Lord, bid me come, it will only take trust for you to tell me to come out into a troubled water and I will obey you. So, Peter could trust Jesus enough to come out to walk on that water. I don't know how many of you are going through the troubled waters of life, but I want you to understand something. If you can trust him, you can walk on that water. It doesn't matter what kind of challenge. It doesn't matter what what you're going through it doesn't matter what the pain is the last time I checked troubles only came after God made the earth and the, heaven and the earth troubles never existed before the making of the heaven and the earth and so only came after God had created something and so when it came the same creator was able to deal with it and if that same creator says to you come out then it means that he has it all covered hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah! I don't know whether you have you have um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven message translation on on your on your on your on your app message translation Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. If you can just put it up on the screen for me, message translation. Do you have the message translation? Okay, you don't have it. So the message translation says. It says. I know what I am doing. It says this is the King James version. It says, "I know what I am doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you and not to abandon you. Plans to give you that future that you hope for." That's what he's saying. "I know the, what i am doing I know exactly what so in other words no tell what it is that you are going to no matter what it is that you are seeing God is saying that i can be trusted I know what i'm doing I know what i am doing hallelujah it says I know what i am doing I have it all planned out plans to take care of you not to abandon you plans to give you the future that you hope for. The future that you hope for. I don't know how many of you have a future that you hope for. God says, I can be trusted. I can be trusted. I can be trusted. So, relationship building is key. As a child of God, you must build a solid relationship with God if you want this God to do for you what you desire him to do for you. You must build that relationship. You must build the relationship. God told me, uh, God said to me, he said, I am God. I create the opportunities. You are the one that relates with me. You have the responsibility. God creates the opportunity. We have the responsibility. Hallelujah. So if you want to get to where God wants you to get to, you must take responsibility for the opportunities that he's created for you. God can be trusted. God can be trusted. So, the entruster is you. And you have responsibility. The trustee or the trusted is God. He creates the opportunity. You are a beneficiary. God is your benefactor. Hallelujah. You are a beneficiary. God is your benefactor. Now, Psalm 5 verse 11 says, but let all those who put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Psalm 18 verse 2 and verse 30, the Bible says, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. My buckler and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, As for God, verse 30, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all those who trust in him. Psalm 25, verse 2, the Bible says, oh my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Psalm 37, verse 5, verse 3, and verse 5. It says, trust in the Lord and do good so shall thou dwell in the land and verily thou shall be fed. Commit thy way unto the unto the lord trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass hallelujah psalm 40 verse 3 and verse 4 he had put a new song in my mouth even praise unto our god many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the lord blessed is the man that maketh the lord his trust and respected not the proud nor such as turn aside to lies verse chapters of psalm 60 verse 4 I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. Silla Psalm 75 71 verse 5. For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. They that put their trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion that cannot be moved. To trust God is to operate in a place of benefits. Hallelujah. To trust God is to operate in in the place of benefits. And I'm going to come to talk about those benefits shortly. But there are three things, and I call them the PCA of God. The PCA of God. The personality, the capacity, and the ability of God. Anyone that wants to trust God must understand the personality of God. Anyone that wants to trust God must understand the capacity of God. Anyone that wants to trust God must understand the ability of God. There's a difference between capacity and ability. The ability is the transformer. The capacity is the, 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 the power that is that is really that he really has. Praise the name of the Lord. So there is capacity and there's ability. But it is the personality that drives the capacity and the ability. And if the person of God is not that person that can be trusted, that person that is dependable, if the personality of God is not a dependable personality, then capacity is useless. Then ability is useless. So we can trust God because of his personality. We can trust him because he is present. He cannot lie. The Bible describes him as a faithful God. Deuteronomy, I think Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 6. The Bible says, for this God is your God. And he is a faithful God. And that's who God is. God is ever faithful, never failing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ever faithful, never failing. And that's the God that we serve. Because God is ever faithful and never failing. That's his personality. If you you turn God left, right, and center, you will see only one personality. And that personality is the personality of faithfulness. And so God can be trusted. You can go to bed knowing that God's got your back. Hallelujah. So the person, the capacity, and the ability of God That's what you need to put your confidence on or in the person, the capacity, and the ability of God. And I'll show you from the scriptures. So, a man or a woman that puts his trust in God is like a tree that is planted in Eden. When you read that Jeremiah chapter 17 verse verse 8, Jeremiah 17, 8, please put it back up on the screen for me, King James. Jeremiah 17, 8. Jeremiah 17, 8. So, it begins from verse 7, but you don't need to put it up. From verse 7, it says that, blessed is the man that put, it, put that trust in the Lord. It says, for he shall be as a tree, planted by the waters. The first benefit of a man that trusts God is that he is planted. Hallelujah. You are the planting of the Lord. Whatever is planted has got roots. Hallelujah. So you are not just planted, but you are rooted. You are grounded. So when you put your trust in God, you know you are standing firm. So trust establishes your firmness in the Lord. Hallelujah. So you are planted. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm planted. Because I trust Him, I am planted. Now, what you need to understand is this a seed only has capacity to turn into a fruit. But the seed cannot become a fruit just by itself. It has to be planted. Hallelujah. Now, when the the seed is planted and it gets into the ground, it is no longer the responsibility of the seed to transform. It is now the responsibility of the ground to transform the seed. And so, when you are planted, trusting God being planted, the, 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 the responsibility comes to God to begin to grow you. So, a man that trusts God is a man that can grow in the direction of the desires of God. And so, you can grow You can grow into every single thing that God wants you to become. You can grow into anything that God wants. God has a destiny lined out and planned out for you. And so, you can grow into it. That's why he says that I have it all planned out. To give you a future you hope for. Hallelujah. So, you, mu- you must begin to trust God. So the first benefit of trusting God is that you are planted. And you are are not just planted anywhere. You are planted by the source. You are planted by the waters. The Bible says that if a tree be cut down, can it grow again? It says, but by the scent of water. In other words, for as long as that tree is by the source, you can cut it down for as many times as you want, it will keep growing. It will keep sprouting and keep growing. Why? Because it is by the source. God will have me tell someone in this meeting this morning that no matter the difficulties of life that you have experienced, encountered in this season and in this place, one thing is sure, you are about to grow again. You are about to grow again. You are about to encounter something that is uniquely different from what you have encountered before. God will have me tell you that he can be trusted and because he can be trusted, he can do for you what no man can do for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, it's planted by the waters. The second benefit is that the roots spread out. Hallelujah. The roots, what? Spread out. So, your territory is enlarged. A man that can trust God has an enlarged territory. That's why Jabez prayed. He said, oh, that that would bless me and enlarge my course in other words it is within your capacity to enlarge my course i don't know who i'm speaking to here this morning but it is within the capacity the ability and the personality of our God to enlarge your territory to expand your horizon to enlarge your coast it is within the capacity the ability the personality of God to make you bigger larger than what anybody can ever imagine it doesn't matter it says that I will give you the land I will give you the land with that the soul of your feet shall tread upon he said I will give it unto you for a possession and the last time I checked when God spoke when God gave that word with that the soul of your feet shall tread upon I used to. To think that it is anywhere I walk. No mark on that God will give to me. Sir, it's not true. It is not about walking. It is about skills development. That the skills you develop can enlarge your territory. That what you develop, the capacity you build, you can be in one place and occupy territories just by being in one place or just by growing your skills. So when he says, "With whatsoever the soul of my feet, no matter what in whatsoever field I find myself, the more I upscale, the more I upscale, the more enlarged I am." Amen. Hallelujah, yes. and that's, that's a, a guarantee from God, that's an assurance from God, and so he says that your your roots will what spread out by the rivers, is spreading out by the source. Hallelujah. Have you ever wondered? Why if you plant a tree and then you put the asphalt like you see now by the tree? For as long as the tree is growing and the roots are expanding, it will keep distorting the root. Why? Because of the power that is within the roots of a tree. The nutrients come from the roots toward the stem to the branches, and then leaves are produced. The leaves will eventually give back food, and sunlight, receiving, and causing photosynthesis to take place so that food can be produced. That's why you see fruits. But what, how is that done? Because there is a connectivity to the source. You must connect to the source, and the only way you connect is to trust him. Once you trust this God, everything is possible. So, it spreads and he says the the one I love most is that those who trust God. Benefit number three, you are secure. He said he will not see. You won't see when the heat comes. Not that the heat won't come. The heat will come. But you won't see it. Hallelujah. When you trust God, the heat will come, but you won't see it. You may feel the heat around you, but you are kept safe. Exodus chapter, Exodus chapter 1 verse 12. The Bible says that the more they afflicted them, the more they increased, the more they multiplied. The heat was there, but they didn't see it. Pharaoh had forgotten about Joseph. A Pharaoh that knew not Joseph had come up. Joseph had died. And he had said that, look, if we don't deal wisely with these people, they will take over our land. And therefore, let's deal with them. So he called the the, the midwives and told them that, you know what? For as long as a male child is born, kill that child. Just before the child comes forth, kill the child. And the Bible says that the midwives came back and said to him, even before we enter, before we enter, that is what it means to trust God. When you trust God ever before the enemy will raise a finger. You have arrived. I Hallelujah. prophesy over somebody's life. Whatever it is, ever before the enemy will put it together, you will come out on top. I said, Ever before the enemy will put it together, you will come out on top. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I sense a turn around for someone in this meeting. I don't know who you are, but I sense a turn around. I sense someone here who's been going through something and God is about to take over that thing. He said he will not see the heat. When it shall come, you won't see it. Pharaoh said to Joseph, there's famine in the land, but there's a Goshen. Give, Put your father and your family in the best part of the land. Glory. It will take favor. It will take absolute trust in God for owners of the land to give you their very best part and they will keep struggling. I don't know who you are, but I believe, I believe, I believe by grace, I believe by grace, I believe by grace that there is someone here in this meeting. God is about to turn it around for you. God is about to turn it around for you. God is about to turn it around for you. God is about to move you into a larger space. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. Jesus. God is about to move you into a larger space. Glory to God. So, when the heat comes. When the challenge comes, you will go through the water; it will not overflow you. You will go through the fire; it will not burn you. Neither will the flame kindle upon your body. They will only smell the sm- the smell of smoke, but you will not be hurt. Why? He said, "I will go before you to make every crooked place straight." I will cut down the gates of brass, the bars of iron in sunder. I will give unto you treasures. Even the secret riches of the places of the dark. God says that, listen, have you not known, have you not read, have you not heard that the everlasting God, he fainteth not. He giveth power to the weak. He says, they that wait upon him will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. they shall run and not be weary, walk and not faint. Why? Because God can be trusted. You won't see the heat you won't see the heat. When the heat shall come. He says that when I see the blood I will pass over, you won't see the heat. Hallelujah. He says, but her leaf shall be green. Her leaf shall be green. Your leaf shall be green. Greenness speaks of something that flourishes. Hallelujah. And God is saying that though the heat will come, you will not see it. But in place of the heat you don't see, you will flourish. The Bible declares in Psalms chapter 92, it says the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. You will flourish. I I came to declare to someone you will flourish. I came to declare to you, you will flourish. You will flourish in your family. You will flourish in your business. You will flourish in your academics. You will flourish on your job. You will flourish in every area of your life. uh, Because your leaf shall be green. Your leaf shall be green. And he, and he said something. He said, and shall not be careful in the years of drought. He says, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. You won't be careful. You won't be economical in the seasons of lack. Why won't you be economical? Because your supplier your supplier, the almighty God. says, I will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I am there with you always. I am there to make it happen for you. I am there to cause grace and glory to be seen. I am there to make sure that you don't lose out, you don't miss out. He said, he said even in, in the years of drought, he says, you will not be careful because you shall not cease from yielding your fruits. God can be trusted. So I looked at the life of Sarah. i just give you these two examples and I'm done. I look at the life of Sarah. God had made a promise. Abraham, I will bless you. I won't just bless you. I will make you a blessing. Every time you read things like that in the scripture, it means that God says, I'm going to do an overtime on you. So that there will be an overflow. So you are not just going to be blessed. Because if I'm blessed, I could just be blessed for me. me. Talk to me. But when I make you a blessing... I have blessed you beyond you. You will be blessed beyond you. I'm going to cause there to be an overflow. So that when that overflow is there, it will be evident before the eyes of men that you are already blessed. So it will not mean anything to you when you release. So, God spoke, spoke, to, spoke to Abraham, turned him to Abraham. Yet, the promise looked like it was no longer there. And in Genesis 18, one day, the angels were passing. And in the heat of the afternoon, oh my God, you will not see the heat. In the heat of the afternoon, Abraham was sitting outside. And angels were passing. And Abraham was not seeing the heat of the moment in his life. He was seeing possibility. And because he was seeing possibility, Abraham decided to to invite the man. When you are at your lowest, be sensitive. Because there could be something the Lord wants to do at that moment. But if you connect with your lowest time, you may miss out the highest time. And Abraham, 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 just simply said, "Please come in." He said, make, "He said, go and take something and make for them." And by the time he was done, they ate. Listen to me: every time you prepare a table before the Lord, hear me clearly, a blessing comes with it. I'm not joking. You go and read the Bible; you'll find it. Every time you prepare a table before the Lord, a blessing comes in. When they were done eating, the scripture says that they said, "Where is your wife?" says she's going to have that child she's been talking about. This is, this is how many years waiting. But in Hebrew chapter eleven, verse eleven, the scripture says, "And Sarah received strength to conceive and bring forth a child in when she was way past the age of childbearing." For one reason, she judged him faithful. What does that mean? God can be trusted. Listen to me. Everything has an expiry date. Your challenge has an expiry date. There was a day was created, there was a day, there is a day that it will expire. It has a beginning, and whatever has a beginning has an end. The only person that does not have a beginning and does not have an end is God. And So when, when that happened, Sarah simply just trusted him and said, God, you know, in the midst of all of this, I refuse to see the heat. My leaf is green. And you know what? I will not cease producing. And God said, you have judged me faithful. And just for that singular reason, in your old age, when everybody has said that it's past your time your days are over said that's the time god will come visiting someone in your weakest moment my second example before i close is ruth ruth In Ruth chapter 1, Ruth didn't bargain for any of the things that she got herself involved in. She was quietly in her city, in her town, in her hometown, Moab. She was not keen on anything until Naomi and her husband and her two sons came to town. And when they came to town... both boys fell in love with two girls and got married to them. At this time, their father had died. And they got married. And for 10 years, they were in that land and had no child. 10 years. So you can imagine how long it took for God to visit Bethlehem, Judah. Because for 10 years, Naomi's two sons had been married to two ladies. And for 10 years, nothing changed. Nothing changed for them. Nothing changed back home. There was famine in the land. But some people were bold enough to trust God that that thing won't last. And for those number of years, they remained in Bethlehem, Judah. Don't quit. God is not done with you yet. Don't quit. He is not true yet. God is not through with you yet. Don't quit. God is still, you are a work in progress. And the Bible says that when, when the two boys died, that was when that was when God now visited the land and News came. You will receive good news. Amen. Hallelujah. News came. That God has visited the land. And Naomi said, I'm going back home. And called her two daughters. And said to them, God has visited our land and I'm going back home. I'm going to leave you guys here and go back. And she gave them all the right reasons why they shouldn't go with her. Hallelujah. The enemy will always give you the right reasons why you should quit. I'm telling you, very legitimate reasons why you should stop serving God, why you should stop coming to church, why you should stop doing anything for God. He will tell you How that things are tough. He will tell you how that things are difficult. You are far away. He will tell you all kinds of things. And it's a possibility. And there are legitimate reasons. But we serve the real God. Who endures all things. Waiting for the right time. And So when she spoke. upper kissed her and turned back because the reasons were cogent reasons it was I mean you you have a life here you are used to your people and you can find somebody else you can't go with me to a strange place when you go there you know people will think that it's because of you that my sons died but Ruth said I see beyond your words God can be trusted. Yeah. Yeah. I see beyond your words. I see the God that is behind the happenings. Yeah. said, I'm going with you. I'm not going back. Don't entreat me to leave you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. And that was the end of the story. And they came into town. Naomi looked at the people that came to receive her. Said, don't call me Naomi anymore. Call me Mara. I've been worse hit by the things that have happened. I've seen the hits of life. Don't call me that. Call me Mara. But Ruth said, I can trust God. Yes. Hallelujah. In chapter 2, the Bible says she, she just wa- washed her face and said, I'm going out. Let me go and look for a field. Let me go and look for a field. When the heat is on you look for a field. When the challenges are there look for something to do. There is still something you can do. There is still something that you can do that will turn things around for you. And the Bible says that she showed up on the fields of Boaz. Bible this is the way the Bible says she highlighted. She alighted on the field of Boaz. And she started gleaning behind the reapers. She was humble enough to want to learn what they are doing. Don't be too proud to want to mingle. Be humble enough to stay back and learn what they are doing. She was behind the lines. They were ripping. She was learning. And that way, Boaz could easily identify her and say to her, who, who is this damsel?" And they told him that it's the girl Ruth that came with Naomi and she called him called her and he called her aside <laughs> he called her aside and said to her said to her in chapter 2 verse 12 chapter 2 verse 12 root 2 12 12 verse 12 please the lord recompense thy work and a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel under whose wings under whose wings thou art come to trust. Verse 13. Verse 13. Next verse. Then she said, Let me find favor in thy sight. For thou that for that thou has comforted me and for that thou hast spoken Friendly unto thy handmaid, though I be not like unto one of thine. She was not like them. And it was her uniqueness that made her to stand out. Do not try to be like them. You are uniquely gifted, you are uniquely crafted. And there is a plan and a purpose for, of God for your life. And be, it is that the attraction. The attraction of God for you. Is that plan and that purpose. And because of that you will arrive at God's ordained destiny for your life. He said God can be trusted. Ruth. You know the end of her story. God can be trusted. Can we just stand? God can be trusted. God can be trusted. And I just really want you to begin to declare to God that I I trust you. In the midst of it all, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I trust you. In the midst of it all. Just declare to yourself, in the midst of it all. In the midst of it all, Lord, I, I trust you. I I know you can be trusted, and because I know you can be trusted, I, trust I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. You can truly be trusted in the midst of everything. In the midst of everything. In the midst of the challenge. In the midst of it all. I can trust you. I can trust you. I I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. I trust you. I trust you with everything that I have. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says that blessed, blessed, empowered, 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 infused with a God kind of grace is the one that trust God, so just because I trust God, I qualify for a God kind of grace, and that grace is released into my life. I am empowered to succeed. I, it's the same. It's the same word for that. Blessed is the same word in Genesis chapter one. It's the same word. It's the same. It's the same word. The same. And, and let me tell you something. This is what it means to bless. When you read the Hebrew meaning of the word "bless." You can check it out. It means to stoop low and to transfer what you have to another. Now, the Bible says that of a truth, the lesser is blessed of the greater. Now, if the word blessed means to stoop low, it means that the greater one comes down to my level to release unto me something that will take me to his level now so when the Bible then says that blessed is the man that puts his trust in God he's saying that God has come low to our level to transfer unto us that which will take us to his level and because of that you are now like a tree that is planted by the waters I want you to pray I want to trust you more. I want to depend solely on you. We live in a society that won't tell you to depend on God. We live in a society that will tell you to depend on your skills, depend on your strength, depend on your power, depend on your ability. But let me tell you something, by strength shall no man prevail. Your skill is good. And I, and I always say to people, upsc- up, upscale your skills increase your capacity, develop yourself, but much more than that there is a grace so there is a grace that releases you from struggle and I want you to pray pray Lord put on me grace grace that will release my struggle grace that will release my struggle grace That will release me from struggle. Grace that will release me from struggle. Blessed is the man that puts his trust. name of Jesus. Just place your hand on your your head. Father, you said you can be trusted. And we are depending solely on the fact that truly you can be trusted. So I pray for everyone in this meeting this morning. I pray for them. I say, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let the manifestation of your person, your capacity and your ability be evident in the words that have have been spoken here today. In their lives, in the name of Jesus. Let it be a fruitful week for them. Let it be a fruitful week for them. Let favor attend their ways. Let there be an unusual release, oh God, of access into greater dimensions of your will and your power. In the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, that before the end of this week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight testimonies. Lord, let someone testify that they trusted you and you came through for them in the mighty name of Jesus pray over this assembly and I decree a release of God an unusual grace released here week in week out in the mighty name of Jesus thank you father in Jesus wonderful name we pray Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.